I'm Sabine from Tao Wisdom, your podcast for self-care and healing. I'm sharing with you insights from different healing modalities that help you to stay physically, mentally, and spiritually healthy so that you can thrive and live your fullest potential. Now, let's sit back and enjoy the show. Hello to this new episode and this episode has been a long time in the making and I'm, I'm on holiday right now in Oregon. It's beautiful here, beautiful nature and I think it's just, it's the right time and space <laughs> to record this for you. So today we are talking about the importance of our children. And no matter if you're listening, if you're a parent, if you don't have children yet, if you're young yourself, this is, I think, uh, an important, just an important topic for everyone. And now I haven't really planned to uh, cover children in my podcast. Usually I get my ideas just like um, through inspiration, just things that come to me and this topic actually came to me in a dream and originally I planned to talk a little bit more about that but I decided to make an entire different podcast on how your soul talks to you and part of that is that souls uh, talk to us in dreams. So this um, inspiration for this topic came in dreams and then I really let it sit with me because I wanted to really understand the message I was getting and also the importance of the topic, but then also to understand more about it. And then I was just getting more and more information, confirmation about this, what I want to tell you and want to share with you um, until today. <laughs> and I think it's kind of, it's ready. And um, now I'm a mother myself. I have um, two small children. I have in my years with them. Um, read a lot, um, talked a lot, of course, of other parents, just observed myself, how these children are and um, what, what beautiful souls they are, and then also try to learn, yeah, understand them. And the thing is, um, the big message, the first big message, there were two big messages in my dream. And the first one was that our children um, are incredibly important for our future. And now our the children, the new generations are always important for the future, right? But I think this is a really a time where we are at a crossroad in terms of our civilization, but as well in terms of our planet. I mean, we see it. It's just, it's chaos. It's um, <laughs> uh, trauma. It's uh, just a lot everywhere right that comes to light that is not working in our society that is not working any longer for our planet for us as civilization as well for our survival so our children are really going to be the ones who are going to shape the future 
And because of that, and I'm talking especially about children that are born kind of around 2000 and then onwards. So it's also about, uh, if you think about this, we have 2021 now, so also about like young adults right now and they're 18, 19, 20 years old. So that includes, that's included in this podcast and what I'm going to tell you. And because they are so important, they're coming here with some special gifts. <laughs> onto this planet or they came here already and more and more are coming and one of these really special gifts is that their energetic system is incredibly incredibly light filled so if you're new to my podcast and you're now wondering what is she talking about like energetic system um, I invite you to listen to my podcast uh, mind body soul <laughs> yes where I go a bit deeper into um, what is our energetic body and what is the system and why is it important and I'm also it's a long-term for uh, project though I really want to put out some online courses that you can follow that go much more in depth about our energetic system the different parts that comprise it how you can maintain it how you nourish it so that you overall together with your physical system and your mental um, part that you can overall stay in health, in good health and thrive. So, but now going back, if you um, want to read or want to get an idea a little bit about what is part of the energetic system, you could start, for instance, um, with the meridian system because um, a lot of that is covered within Chinese medicine. Also, there's a lot of articles out there on the internet now the meridians are only one part of our energetic system for instance another one if you're very uh, scientific or more data driven western science driven then you could look up the heart math institute they have done a lot of studies and a lot of trials into the heart field and that's another part of our energetic system and uh, they really explain in details with uh, different like trials they have done that show how does the heart field look like what happens with it when we go through different emotions etc etc so that's really nice it's a, a starting point you could take now going back to the kids these kids come in with incredible light filled energetic systems and incredible light means incredible gifts and talents and potential and because they're holding so much light their energetic system is different to ours and I think that is really really important to understand as uh, caretakers of those children as well as for the children themselves so their energetic system is different to all the older generation to us parents as well as incredibly different to grandparents etc and it's different in two ways the first way is it is incredibly fast moving and that has some implications now one way is that it is fast moving meaning it gets very fast out of balance on the other hand as it's fast moving it can also be put into balance very quickly so that is a great strength of it. 
Now, when you think about the new generations, you will see we will have like a lot of diagnoses, right? Like ADHD, um, dyslexia, all kind of things. And that spe- really speaks to their energetic system being different and also being much faster than ours. And it's not that there's anything wrong with these children because they came on earth for a reason with this energetic system. And most likely what a lot of, I would say in a spiritual world, how they look up on is that the entire earth eventually is changing its energetic makeup in the future so that um, the system of these children is just more prepared for that already or is more built sort of for the future. At the moment though, (laughs) they are coming in into an old structure and an old system on this planet. So they're coming in into old parenting models, old structure of schooling, old structure of expectations that was not made for them. And I think that is really something I want to have you as takeaway is to look at your children not like they like they don't fit the schooling or you know they are so different or they don't fit no it is our current system that don't fit them. And that is where we can come in as parents and where we can start at looking, creating an environment where they can thrive. Because it's not that they are wrong, it's our systems who are wrong, who are not fitted for them. And especially schooling, I'm going to talk about this a little bit later. So the first thing is their system is incredibly fast moving. The second part is their system is incredibly sensitive. So they feel all the pain, all the suffering, all the emotions in a room. So they can feel the suffering of the nature. They can feel the pain of like the injustice we have among humans. They can feel all the emotions going on in a room. And they feel it very, very strongly. So if you have, for instance, an empath or a sensitive person, like I am an empath myself, my system is also sensitive and I feel things quite strongly. Now though, take that and then multiply it by, I don't know, 100,000. That is what these children are feeling. And that is also why they will change so many things on our planet because they can feel the suffering that is happening. They can feel the suffering of the earth, of the humans. So that's why they will go about and change these things. Now, while they're feeling this suffering though, what is happening also that can lead to them, of course, sort of shutting down. So they get them going, for instance, into anxiety, into depression, into eating disorders, picky eating. (laughs) I can just totally see this. Allergies. Think of sensitive system allergies. We have a tremendous amount of kids out there with allergies. As I said, all kind of diagnosis, dyslexia, da, 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 da. That speaks again to that very sensitive energetic system that just feels everything. And that's also the second message from the dream. So the first one was these children are super special. They have a special task on this planet and sort of need our we are really there as parents to protect them to guide them the second message was these children (laughs) will really greatly benefit if they learn some things 
And that was not what they're learning in schooling, no. And I think as I got more and more messages and understood this stream better, it was really about that they learn more about their energetic body and about their soul. So that they can really learn how to manage this very sensitive energetic system and this fast-moving energetic system so that they can tap into this tremendous amount of light they are holding, this tremendous amount of talents and gifts they are holding. And because they are, the system is so sensitive, they are really truth seekers. So they can totally tell apart <laughs> if you're telling them like something that is simply not truth. And they, they will lose the trust in you. And that's also why so much truth will come out in the next years. Because these children will demand it. They will see through all the lies that we have right now. And that's also why when you are dealing with them as parent or whoever, caretaker, sibling, whatever, it is really important that you tell them the truth. And even sometimes, you know, we don't want to tell our children the truth because we think they cannot take it. But thing about the past, I was just reading an article, my kids were listening to a book by Astrid Lindgren, she's like a Swedish author, like really has a lot of very beloved children's books and she was sort of saying like, you know, in the past we told the children stories about life and death and suffering and joy and everything, but now like then afterwards generations, you know, have gone on to basically guard their kids and put them into um, cotton wool, <laughs> so to speak, and not tell them anymore the hard facts about life uh, because we think we need to protect them. Though I originally, we told them everything because they can take it. You know, they can take the truth and they will anyway see through our lies and see through our cover-up. They will demand the truth from us. And if we want to have an authentic relationship with them and one where we hope that they trust us, we need to tell them the truth. It's also that because they have such a sensitive energetic system, these children might perceive and see or feel or hear things that you don't as parents or as caretaker. And I think it's quite important that we allow that to be and that we um, recognize that even though we might not perceive the same. You know, even though let's say they are very scared of uh, monsters at night, right? We might not see those monsters and ghosts, but they, <laughs> they're really much more like clairvoyant. They, they can see much more things that we don't in this entire energetic world around us. So I think it's important that we tell them, or not that we tell them, but that we just don't tell them, no, this is not true, you know, like this is not there, or I don't see this, like, that we simply allow them to be who they are. And if they're talking to the stone, then yeah, <laughs> you know, that is, that is what they're doing and it's okay. They might see the stone very differently than us. And I think it's also for them going to be really helpful and beneficial if they know that um, it's okay if they're different. 
because of course not all children are coming in with this very sensitive high fast moving system there is more and more children coming in like really a big amount or have been coming in but it's not everyone right and oh there's nice music here <laughs> live music <sighs> but yeah it's not everyone and um I think it's important also for these kids to understand that it's okay for them to be different. There might not be somebody like them if they, for instance, especially feel very sensitive about emotions or see and hear things that others don't do. There might not be somebody like them in their class at school, but there will be others like them out there. And I think the great thing nowadays is that um, is technology. These kids will work a lot with technology and that they can connect to each other through technology and especially there's a lot of these like I follow some of these young kids and I think they're just so they're so wise beyond their age and there's a lot of them out there on the internet who are speaking their own truth or their own way of seeing the world and trying to drive change etc and so for your kids you know especially once they hit the age where they can go online they will be able to connect to others like that and they will hear I think what's also important for them is that they will hear from others that they feel exactly the same and that they will hear from others a bigger understanding about their soul and their energetic body etc so I think it's always easier to learn from peers than have your parents or <laughs> some other boring adult tell you that. So that was the two things I wanted to give to you about the energetic system. Now, let's talk a bit about what we as parents, caretakers, can do to provide the right environment for these children. And as I said, the first thing and foremost is really simply allowing them to be who they are. And allowing them to be also in their differentness. And kind of saying it's okay that they are different and explaining to them, you know, that they might feel very different to others around them. And that even if they don't have peers at the moment they will find them eventually yeah that's one thing the other thing is um, of course if you busy with um, learning about the energetic body if you're busy learning about your soul that's a great way to share with your children because I think as they're so filled with gifts within their soul and so light filled they will greatly benefit from um, learning about this and they will greatly greatly benefit from learning about their energetic system and especially learning some very simple techniques to bring that fast moving sensitive system into coherence into balance and one of the examples i want to give you so if you look up like the heart field and the heart math institute so the heart field usually extends out I don't know, something like two meters. It holds our vibration, our vitality very strong and our uh, ability to feel joy and love. Now, let's say if that kid goes to school and they're bullied, for instance, 
that field might really, especially if they have a fast-moving energetic system, that field might totally collapse. And that means that then they can't feel that joy anymore. Right? They can't feel and um, be able to connect to others anymore. And they can't really uh, concentrate maybe in school. So there is implications. But on the other hand, because their system is so fast moving, if they know some simple tools, they can build up that heart field again in seconds. Because when, you, when we exercise our physical body, that takes uh, a lot of effort, right? I mean, we know that, like, a physical body, um, it just takes time and effort to exercise it. An energetic body is different. Like, an energy is such so light, you know? So we can balance our energetic system within seconds. Like, sometimes the things I'm doing is 30 seconds throughout the day, like, a couple of times, you know? And then, boom, I'm in balance. And that's why it's also so beautiful to work with your energetic system because all imbalance, all diseases first manifest in the energetic system. And then when they persist, they go deeper into the physical body. And then, as we know, treating the physical body simply takes time. While you can prevent any like diseases, any uh, difficult manifestation of also anxiety, also mental things, you know, anxiety, depression, by working with the energetic body and just clearing that and putting that into balance, like in a very short time. So and I'm going to attach to this podcast uh, two exercises that I love to do with my kids. It's super easy that I was teaching them to one is really to protect the energetic system because it's very as they're so sensitive i think it's really good if they do something to protect the energetic system so that not all these emotions from other energetic uh, from what is happening around them from other people from other energetic system constantly interfere with theirs so protection is important and then also another one i'm doing which is kind of more uh, bringing that energetic system into balance with my kids and so I'm going to attach, I think, maybe two or three exercises in a video to this podcast. So you have some tools to already like either show your kids or, um, yeah, or let them just see and feel how that feels. The other thing is that sometimes, especially with children, right, they, I mean, everybody is, um, an entity of themselves and you can never force somebody to do something even if you think well that might be good for them it's still their own body it's uh, their own decision right so what sometimes I think is most helpful with these children is that you bring yourself into balance if they are out of balance and I especially have this with my kids and especially with my oldest whose energetic system is sometimes it's so fast it's like a tornado like I feel when it's out of balance like I he enters the room and I get like really swooped over like a tornado and because my energetic system is quite sensitive it's been impacted by the straight away and often when he's like so in a crazy out of balance state I cannot really, um, like, it doesn't really matter what I say to him, you know. But what really helps is when I put myself in balance. Because when there's just one person in the room who puts their energetic system into balance, it's influencing everyone around. 
And the same as for instance, if you do something for instance for your heart, heart field, like that's impacting everyone around you. And that is, yeah, <laughs> that's a very beautiful thing. And with their fast-moving energetic system, like two things can happen. Like for instance, what happens to my children often is that they get um, they get charged up with all kind of things that happen during the day and emotions from others, and they get hyper. Other kids, though, their energetic system really might collapse in a way, and then they get more into like an anxious, depressed state. But in either way, if you are balanced, if you are grounded, then you are grounded for the entire family. You know, you also help them to get back into balance. And that's, that's I think, my biggest learning with these children is really like to look at myself first as parents and really take good, good care of myself. Because parenting these children is not easy. It is, uh, A, I think we have to learn how to deal with all the emotions that they're having or we have to learn how to deal that they are different. And then often we might also have to speak up for them if there's certain setting in, I don't know, daycare, school and other places that do not work for these children. So it's simply a lot of work. <laughs> and I think it's, it's super, super important that you take good care of yourself. And that you're the one who really nourishes yourself, takes enough breaks, do things for yourself and be, try to be grounded and look first, if they are kind of in an unbalanced state and you can perceive that, look first of yourself, check in with yourself. How are you? How grounded are you? And then, you know, <laughs> you can deal with it. And another thing I want to say exactly parenting, it comes to the next point, is that you if you have a child like that and you might just recognize like all oh, like light bulbs go off while i'm talking like oh yeah look, sounds like my child um you might have recognized that the parenting methods that have been out there you know for a long time and all the advice you've been getting from maybe friends or family parents is not really working for these children and that is <laughs> in some ways incredibly frustrating and in other ways, maybe incredibly liberating. I'm not sure, but it is just really, I want to, uh, for you to allow yourself, you need to make up parenting that works for your child. Like seriously, like these children, they are different. Their energetic system is different. So what's been done in the past is not most likely not going to work with them. You know, especially if you want them to keep their sort of strong character. They often come in also with a strong character. If you want them to keep that, and if you want them to keep their light and not shut that all away and, you know, kind of try and hide it because that's what's happened eventually if these children are not allowed to be who they are, right? They're going to shut those gifts down. They're going to shut that part of themselves that's sort of sensitive. They're going to try to shut it out. In the long term, though, that is can be leading to a lot of issues for them like uh, health issues but also mental issues and it's simply also a great loss you know for humanity because these children are so gifted you know they are really like our uh, i don't know if they're going to be our saviors but i think they just have so many talents and i always think you know of the future like 
I mean, I'm honestly very, very positive <laughs> about the future. Like, I mean, yes, of course, we have all kind of issues, right? Everybody knows this. We have all this trouble with like uh, global warming, with natural disasters, with like exploitation of the earth. We have all these problems within societies, you know, within political, the schooling system, working, you know, everywhere. But we also have a tremendous amount of light on this planet, tremendous amount of people with gifts and talents. We have technology at our hand, which is going to be so important in the future and we will, which we will use to solve so many issues. And then we have these children, you know, who are just with their beautiful, different energetic systems going to do so much. You know, so I think, I honestly think the future is very bright. And I have, I'm very excited about all these things these children will bring to us, you know, and will bring forward. But yeah, I, I think it's great if we can sort of provide the right settings for them. So parenting and allowing yourself to parent differently than what you've been told and how you've been parent, parented is, um, is a great way how you can start. Another way is, obviously, what also comes to parenting is looking at schooling or other institutions. How is it working for your children? You know, and then maybe also looking at your expectations of them. And especially now, knowing that the energetic system is different and they might be, you know, I mean, we build schools really for sort of factory workers. And we always say, yes, we want critical thinkers. But in all truth, nobody really wants that. Because we don't want it with parents, because we don't want like kind of children who disobey, right? Because critical thinkers are people who eventually going to disobey people who speak up, speak their mind, you know, people who challenge opinions. So, but that is not uh, encouraged anywhere. That's not encouraged in parenting. That's not encouraged in uh, school settings, not at all. You know, so <laughs> we always say we, we want that. But in truth, our systems are not really built for that. So that's why I'm saying you might encounter these children are going to be very strong in their opinion. And they're going to want to push every side. And you might have to really find the right setting for them in terms of schooling or other like other places they are enrolled in daycare wherever and within your own you know family structure so that is one place where you can look at another thing that is greatly greatly supportive for these children is nature so just um living close to nature or taking them to nature, you know, allowing them to be with nature, finding their solitude in nature. It's, yeah, it's, it's a great way for these children. And they, and especially for them to discover their own soul, which I think is going to be really, really beautiful and important thing to do eventually. And when babies come in, they, I think they already know everything about their soul. It's just that they kind of forget a lot of things through conditioning, etc. But just allowing them in nature is so because 
you if you spend time in nature you start feeling really one with everything and I think you start really coming back to yourself and feeling that concept of a soul and being part of the world and the universe and also as they're feeling everything so strongly nature is incredibly soothing and incredibly healing and calming so yeah nature is a great thing and another great thing for these children is pets allowing them to have animals taking care of animals you know being surrounded by animals great 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 soothing way (laughs) another thing i was thinking is that think about that the energetic system is very sensitive and is very quickly overwhelmed so and i'm i'm a sensitive person so this is already on my radar for a long time to really limit stimulation allow downtime for these kids and interestingly like i also observe this with my children is sometimes downtime also means for them screen time and with screen time obviously it's like i feel sometimes it's like a constant (laughs) it's like a constant uh trying balancing act you know but the thing is i yeah you have to a bit see yourself how screen time is really impacting your children because sometimes that can impact all of us as adults a lot and then I, for instance, I do some exercises or I ask my kids if I really see they're totally out of balance after screen time. I ask my kids to do some quick exercises, a couple of seconds, boom, done, okay, back on balance. So that's easy to do. On the other hand, sometimes it's not impacting them much for some kids. So really judge. And I, for instance, find my kids, um, they're not so much impacted by like watching movie stuff. They are more impacted by playing games and then it also uh, depends again how violent are these shows etc so yeah it's a constant work around but what I'm saying like the downtime might really be also screen time for your kids and then just see how they're doing with this and how they're generally doing how much downtime do you allow them how much downtime do you build into the day and then again how much stimulation do you have in the day for these children and just think about already like school, incredibly stimulating. You know, lots of kids in the class, uh, super stimulating. Then all the other activities they're having during the day. How stimulating is that? And then for instance, we do like, there's some things we never do with our children. Like I, I mean, I personally, for instance, I don't even like go much uh, to supermarkets or shopping because I really don't like it's to me very stimulating and we never ever take our kids to a supermarket have never done ever did because again too like just too stimulating for them and then the entire family is like that's the thing when they my kids for instance they get worked up so they go more into a hyper state and then um, in our family most of us are uh, quite sensitive and then that is just like you know a recipe for disaster <laughs> so you just avoid this same other thing is restaurants where we when our children were little never ever took them to restaurants especially for dinner now actually they slowly come to an age where we can go but still very rarely usually just when we're on holiday we can go to restaurants and then so i often try to sit outside 
you know, I walk around with them. If, like, they're so impatient, you know, they cannot wait for the food. I go and just go for a walk with them until the food comes, you know. So, yeah, trying to find um, a balance there. And then also, for instance, we... Sometimes you can do stimulating things, right? Just when you build other uh, relaxing things around, like... For instance, we went to Disney World which, with our kids, <laughs> which I think, oh my God, it's going to be a nightmare, like all these people, all the simulation. And also for us as parents, I thought this is like going to be <laughs> a trip to horror, but uh, it was great. It was great. Now, we did, though, a lot of things to make it easy. So, for instance, we really, we just did one day, just like the things my kids really wanted to do. And we stayed in a hotel outside, we live with a pool, so water is very calming for all of us. So we could really relax in that hotel. It wasn't busy in the hotel. The day before we went to Disney World, we again went to the beach, very relaxing, low stimulation. Again, the day after, again, we went to the beach, very relaxing, low stimulation. So we're building things around the knowledge, right, of how to deal with sensitive system. And then just everything works better. <laughs> and another thing you can do for these kids is to show them the beauty of life. You know, and be like a model of how much you one can love life. You know, and how much gratitude one can have. That feeling of love, of gratitude will just help them to connect to their light, to their intuition, to their um, inspiration, to their gifts better. And when you also think about the future, so we have like kids out there who they show like sort of, they show things like the truth. Like for instance, take uh, Greta Thunberg. And I do like really appreciate for what she does, like because she sheds light on a topic. And that is really important to shed light on a topic and to bring something into light first, right? Into the knowledge, into the knowing. The thing though is that with her and sometimes with the movement, what can happen is that um, they could really get stuck in just simply anger, right? Just blaming, oh, the governments are not doing enough here and there, the corporations are not doing enough. And then anger is, yes, anger is a driving force, right? For change. Anger has its place. The thing, though, is that anger and also fear, and often it can be fear, right? fearful of the future, right? Oh, my God, are we going to have a planet, you know, with global warming? Like, what are our, the old generations leaving us, you know, <laughs> etc.? That is fear. And fear and anger are very low vibrations, and they don't let you make decisions from a rational standpoint, and you're not going to get into inspiration, into solutions if you get stuck in fear and anger. And sometimes with these children, of course, because they're seeing so much of the truth, um, they're feeling so much that could be happening. And that's why it's important to that they themselves, either they themselves can uplift themselves by connecting again to nature, connecting again to the beauty of things, or that we can be an example of positivity and simply see more the solutions, the options, you know, and be quite grateful for the earth that is already on the planet or for the people we still have around, 
right? And for the things that are already good and that are already working, because then these kids can really get into a mindset of solution finding, and a mindset of creativity, because that is in the end, when you hold a lot of light, in your energetic system it means you can be incredibly creative and you can find solutions to problems that we right now cannot even think of you know because we are not in the right mindset like because we only think of shortage right we only think of issues but if you are very high in your light, you're thinking of abundance, you're thinking of sharing, you're thinking of love, you're thinking of gratitude. And from that mindset, they will find solutions. And it's quite important that they can come into that mindset, right? And that we can be an example around them to bring them there. And you can teach from a small age on, right? How children can appreciate nature how they can appreciate their pet, how they can appreciate other humans around them, right? their family, etc. How you can solve issues like disputes with others, how it's okay to have different opinions. You know, all of that we can show our children. There is like so much we can, um, we can give to them as well. And then in the end, what I also wanted to leave you with is uh, for your parenting, you know, because <laughs> you might think, now how, how am I going to, you know, like uh, deal with an energetic system that's very different to mine, right? And I might not even understand everything they're feeling and they're thinking and sensing, etc. And especially if they are uh, getting more into the depressed state or the anxious state, I, you know, I might not understand all the fears they're holding is for you, it can be very nice to connect to your own intuition into your own insight and then see what is there you know what is it telling you when you uh, take care of these kids and what will uplift them now what will help them and sometimes it's just recognition right recognition of that something is not easy or is hard or that they feel different or that they feel misunderstood etc something um, sometimes recognition is all they need or they want now one other thing i wanted to recommend to you is prune harris has a great course out there on parenting the modern child and i have followed this course myself and i have learned a tremendous amount of things there there's a lot of information i shared with you is from there but i also have um, a lot of information from others from kids young kids themselves etc from other things I learned but she has really she's teaching a lot of simple tools and simple tips and also exercises in that course that either you can do or your children can do and some things also to deepen understanding like for instance diet right um, how is that impacting such a sensitive system is it a picky eaters but also sugar making sure you're not um, overstimulating the system sleep a lot of other things she's touching up on and also how you can uh, as you, as a parent what i really love that course is also that as a parent she's also touching up on healing a lot of your yeah your own history right and your own parenting history because we all are conditioned right in our parenting and 
in our parenting styles and in our beliefs also about children and I think with these children we really have to be very flexible and we have to have an open mind and we um, have to look at our expectations for these kids and in general for people and it's going to certainly challenge us in a lot of ways <laughs> for the better always it's going to teach us a lot these children will teach us a lot and exactly another thing yes i wanted to leave you with is also one of her advice was like these children are incredibly intelligent right about themselves so sometimes it's really like we can learn so much from them and sometimes it can be just really nice to ask them what do you need right now for me what do you need to feel better today you know how can i help you and that might already that is maybe gonna put the entire atmosphere in the house and the entire shift um, is going to shift things around and because also these children might be as i said they might be very strong built and they might also really want to have control themselves over a lot of parts of their life and they might be pushing back to have that control so it's sometimes just nice to offer it from your perspective you know like how can i support how can i be there for you today yes <laughs> thanks so if you have any questions please put them in the comment section if you have any um, ideas as well any also experience from yourself right with these children because i'm sure a lot of you might have children that are part of the these modern these modern sensitive children so just put them in the comment section and then I'll be happily <laughs> looking and answering and we can all share and learn from each other and have a nice exchange about these beautiful children that came on this planet. Thanks a lot for listening. Bye-bye. If you would like to learn more, check out my services, my blog and other podcast episodes on my website, tauwisdom.info. Thanks for listening.